the number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. It says my birthday. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. So self-indulgent. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday episode, Joe Turned 21. Fact check. Joe is lying. It's been many years since he was 21. Boom, intro done. <laughs> Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Neuro Nerds. Yes, that was on time. I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good about that. Neuro nerds. Welcome to the neuro nerds. Right now, just neuro nerd. (laughs) It's always weird. It's always. It's just always weird. It's always weird when it's just me because I don't have anybody to bounce off of. I don't have anybody to I don't have handlers, which is a, a problem. I don't want to, you know, go too far away from my objective, which is to talk about my birthday. Again, it's very self-indulgent. It's very like me, which I don't necessarily love, but I'm, I'm talking about my birthday. I just had my birthday a few short date. Well, when this airs like a week or so ago, you guys don't know when this airs. I could just, this could be like a day of my birthday. It's not another birthday post brain injury. It's always a little weird. So what's funny is I have celebrated more post brain injury birthdays than I did. I think before, cause I never really celebrated my birthday like ever. I just didn't. That wasn't a thing that happened. I moved around so much when I was a kid And then when I was like an older kid, we were just like really poor and couldn't really afford anything. So we just didn't do parties. Then I became an adult and I was just like, eh, who cares? It's not really a big deal. I don't really care. But post brain injury, it's like, no, I should care. And I I do. So I want to celebrate because I'm here. But I just started to think back and I'm like, wow, I have not celebrated more birthdays than I've actually celebrated birthdays. So uh, I try to celebrate each year. This year was another like really odd birthday i guess we didn't do anything uh, uh spectacular it was really uh laid back and and calm which i think i really needed 
I'm a very simple man. That's one thing that I think anybody who's ever spoken to me for more than a minute understands. Joe Borges, simple man. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a very easygoing, simple person. Like, I'm very chill when it comes to certain things. So like for my birthday, it's like, I don't really, I don't need anything spectacular. I don't need to travel. I don't need extravagant gifts. Like I don't need any of that stuff. Honestly, I, I, what did I do? What did I do? So I woke up, which is really important. I think that's something that we should all do. We should all wake up. So once I woke up to what I normally do, I walked my dog, meditated. I made my shake, made my coffee and I started my birthday. Um, a lot of my birthday consisted of once again, Joe Borges, very simple man, video games. I played a lot of Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim, for those of you who don't know, it's a great game that I made fun of for actual years. Like, you nerds, it's basically what Lauren would play if she played console games. It's kind of Lord of the Rings, but a video game. And it's, I made fun of it until I actually played it. And I played it, and I was like, oh my God, what have I been missing all of these years? It, basically, all I do is kind of wander around. And just talk to people, fight elves, <laughs> loot caves. It's just like so much fun. That's that's what I did. I I, I played Skyrim. I had a couple beers. I may have smoked a little bit of weed <laughs> while playing said video games. But that's what I chose to do on my day. I didn't really have the greatest, I think, mental health days leading into this which is, it's been weird. I've been trying to be a little bit more honest and open about, you know, my my mental health. It's been challenging. I don't want to say, I'm, I'm trying to choose my words uh, correctly, right? And and not be doomsday. Oh, so hard. It's difficult. It is. It was challenging, yes. But, you know, I think I, I, I overcame. You know, depression hits, anxiety hits, stress hits. There's a lot going on at that, at the, a few days leading into my birthday. Not to get too dark immediately, but I'm going to it's it's a little dark. Felice's grandmother, unfortunately, passed, which was a, a shock. I didn't I didn't know her great. I didn't know her very well. She was always really nice to me, but she was also 92 years old. Man, she was she I and I looked at old pictures. I was like, wow, she looked exactly the same for like the last 40 years of her life, which is pretty amazing. I'm telling you, Puerto Rican, we 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 are. <laughs> this is the, it's the melanin in the skin. We are going to look the same forever. So even though I'm a year older, I think I'm going to look exactly the same like 20 years from now, just with a little bit more gray. I can't have any, le- any less hair. I'm already bald. But that hit me in a really weird place. Like it, it gave me these feelings that I haven't really had to deal with. Coming from a very small family, which I have a very small, I don't have a small family. My circle of people that I converse with is very small. It's basically my mother and my little sister. That's that's it. Uh, I never grew up with a dad or that side of the family, so I don't know anything about that. My mom was kind of the black sheep of her family, so I never really had a relationship with anyone on that side. It was like this whole really weird thing. So it's basically just my mom, my little sister. I have two older sisters, and I don't talk to either one of them. So my family circle is very, very small. And even right now, I'm not talking to my little sister either, which is a whole weird headache thing. Um, my mom, I wish I could talk to a little bit more, but you know, we're just not on the same, uh, what do I, how do I say this nicely? (laughs) Not trying to like throw my mom under the bus or anything like that, but like she's stuck where she's at and I'm like, Hey, I can't get stuck down in that negativity. So I have to kind of distance myself a little bit for my own mental health. 
you know, it sucks, but that's, that's uh, uh, what it is. So I don't have a very large family, so I've never really had to deal with loss. So having someone in Felice's family that she's very close to and who isn't here any longer really hit me, really affected me. It got me thinking, well, what, what would I do? Like how, what is life? (laughs) What happens? Like, I, I don't really know how to like process this or react. So it was really weird because birthdays are already an emotional time for me. You know, it's a year older. You reflect back on what you've done the year prior. You reflect back in your life where you're going this upcoming year. It's always really also I'm a cancer. Like I, I am overly emotional constantly. So, but now it's like amplified. It's like super amplified. Like this, like I, I don't joke. People think I'm joking. I'm not. I basically cry every single day of my life, but I've been like crying several times a day since like what the last week of June leading into this, because it's not just my birthday month. It's cancer season, which is a very emotional time for us cancers. That that water sign, man. Woof. The waterworks follow. Also, it's right now, it's a month away from my stroke anniversary. So I have my birthday, my actual birthday, and then I have my re-birthday that comes a month later. The birthday is one thing. It's again, I never really did much with that. I just didn't. It's just another day to me. My rebirthday, that's a really important day for me. I was reborn. It was, you know, that's what shaped and shifted my life completely. It really, <laughs> why did I turn into the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? My life got flipped, turned upside down. <laughs> so that there's always a lot of emotions there because that's the day. Oh, my God. Why am I crying? Like almost every episode, cancer season. That's the day I almost died. That's the day I came so close to not being here. That's the day that changed everything. That's that's the day that I almost died. But that's actually the day that I started to, I think, really live. Just it's a really strange thing. It's a mind fuck. It really is. You know, in Stranger Things, there's a mind flare. Uh, having a brain injury is a mind fuck. It really is. It, it, it unlocked something. It it unlocked whatever it is I had in me. There there was like that that wall of care. I'm not saying I'm careless. I'm saying I think I cared too much. I cared about everything. I listened to everybody. I didn't. I was stuck because I cared so much about what everybody and anybody said and thoughts, except for myself. I always put myself on the on the back burner. And and that was that wasn't OK. That would just led to me existing like my whole life instead of like living. Uh, so that's why I never celebrated my birthday. Just another day. Just another day. Like, you know, I'll celebrate your birthday. Like, let's go. Let's go out. Let's 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 party. Let's rage. But my eh, no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool. Hey, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Um, like it's it's strange. So I have all of these feelings of being a year older, looking back at the year prior, looking forward to the next year uh, that's ahead. I'll be doing that again in a couple of weeks with my stroke anniversary, which is making me really anxious and really, I don't want to say depressed. I don't want to say depressed. So I'm not, I'm not going to say depressed. <laughs> it, it's giving me a lot of heavy feelings, like a, a lot of heavy emotions where I feel weighed down. Like I really do. I feel really weighed down and I feel a little shaky and I feel a little like very anxious, obviously very anxious, but I think I feel more never hopeless. I feel a little trapped, a little bit stuck, a little bit like I'm drowning, you know, 
So there's the panic in there. There's there's something going on that I need to like slow my thoughts down. And I need to figure out exactly what that is. I don't know what it is yet, but I'll get there. It's just processing these feelings and figuring out how to, I don't know, make sense of it all. Hey, if you guys, <laughs> if you guys have any thoughts, please let me know. How do you guys deal with your stroke aversary? You know, that's more important. Also, hey, you know what? This is a good question. I think I'm going to put this question in my um, stories uh, after I record this. So if you guys uh, remember when I put this in my stories, that's the day I recorded this episode. Thank you to our amazing community on Patreon for supporting this podcast. You can support us too and get different perks and gifts depending on which Neuro Jedi tier you sign up for. For example, if you're on our Neuro Padawan $5 tier, then you're probably listening to this episode a day early before it's public release. Your support helps us grow and continue to create this podcast. Plus, a portion of the proceeds go to a different cause or individual in the brain injury survivor community each month. Sign up at patreon.com slash the neuro nerds. Uh, uh, do you guys celebrate your birthday? And it, 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 yes or no. And then also, do you guys celebrate your stroke anniversary, like your brain injury anniversary? Like, is that like something? Because I've gotten pushback from a lot of people like or actually, which one do you prefer? Do you prefer celebrating your birthday or do you prefer celebrating your your rebirthday, your stroke anniversary? Or brain injury anniversary. People are really thrown off when I celebrate and talk so highly of my stroke anniversary. They're like, well, why a lot of survivors mostly normies? Eh, I don't care what they say. <laughs> but survivors, like, I, I, I hate that day. Like, I, I hate that day. I don't. I love it's the day that changed my life for the better. It was it was the wake up call that I needed. Without that, I think I would probably still be doing the exact same things. I, I didn't know how to live. It took me almost dying to truly learn how to live. So that's why that day means so much to me. My birthday, not so much. It's just kind of another day. He has a day I was born. There's just a lot, I think, like childhood trauma attached to, to that. When I used to celebrate my birthday, when I was a little kid and I actually had like a normal life, I, it was a, a two parent household. It was an actual house with a backyard and a swing set I had a sand pit. There was an above ground pool. It was a little white trash, but whatever. <laughs> it was it was nice. Like we, it was I, I lived in a nice uh, uh, place, and we would always have a big birthday party for me. And we would always celebrate my birthday on the Fourth of July because it's the day before the Fourth of July. And every single year, it would rain. It would always rain on my birthday. And then one year, we're like, you know what? Uh, my my mom was like, we're gonna celebrate your birthday on the third, your actual birthday. And what happened? It rained <laughs> on my birthday. So not, not that, you know, I was a little kid. I didn't really care. I, I still got to eat cake and I still got to, honestly, I don't even, so thinking back at birthdays when I was a kid, I don't remember much except I was always uncomfortable. Always. Since I was a child, I was always anxious and always uncomfortable because I dealt with a lot of abuse in my house. Not from my mom, from the sperm donor. Like it was like, there was always underlining discomfort and, and, just I, I was constantly uncomfortable. I was constantly uh, anxious. I was like in a in a perpetual state of fear. So even my birthday, like the happy, happy birthday, I was always kind of like walking on eggshells and I didn't really play with the other kids and the cousins like I like normal kids would, I guess. I was always reserved. and I was always kind of to myself. I remember most birthdays I would like get my my gifts and then I would just go to my room. That was it. I would just go to my room and play and people are like partying and having a good time outside and kids are playing on the swing sets and in the sand pit and everybody like doing kid things. But I was like by myself playing with my he men 
or my Star Wars toys, which, by the way, amazing. That just sounds that's that's probably what I should have done on my birthday. Should have broke out all my Star Wars toys and played because I'm an adult. So that's that. Those are my childhood memories. My childhood memories are like, wow, how uncomfortable was that birthday? Wow. How anxious was I? Wow. How much fear was I in? So I, I didn't want to do that. That's not what. I don't know that that's not what I wanted to celebrate. So I just stopped celebrating when I was able to stop celebrating, you know, I just didn't really care. It's just another day. It wasn't a celebration. It was just another day. So I try to change that after my brain injury. Like I did, we go places now. Well, <laughs> it's, you know, we're still dealing with once in a lifetime worldwide pandemic. Besides that, my first couple of years after my stroke, we did things on my birthday. Like we would throw, I remember, I vaguely remember because it was my first year, my first year um, home, we threw kind of a big party for me because it was like Joe's home and alive. <laughs> That's, yay. And we, we did like an Airbnb and it was really nice. And I think we were in the pool. Was that for Felice's birthday? I don't remember. I know there was one for me and it was like, it was, it was, oh, we went, we went to not big bear. We went, to the mountains somewhere and it was really cool a lot of my friends and we just had a, a a good time and i honestly so thinking back at that it was amazing it was beautiful there was also a lot of underlining stress because i was very overwhelmed i don't remember a whole lot about it i do remember that i was presenting so well the entire time like it was i i was like the fucking i was daniel day lewis i was i was that character, I became not anxious, happy to be here, Joe, where inside I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to lose my shit. But I didn't because vanity. I didn't want my friends to see me kind of losing my shit. So every once in a while, I would dip up to one of the rooms. I would just take a breath. Uh, but I do remember from what I do remember, uh, just a lot of anxiety, like a lot of like j- just just a lot, a lot of angst. But the year after that, we did a thing and it was fun. And the year after that, did a thing and it was fun. Like, you know, I do things now to celebrate my birthday, which is something I never did. And I enjoy them. Like I do. I, I do. I do. The first one, I, it's not that I didn't enjoy it. It's just I don't think I was ready mentally, emotionally, physically for any of that. Like I, just, I wasn't there. I also didn't know how to express that. So I just kind of like, oh, OK, well, this is this is just what we're doing. We're, this is the, okay. We're, I'm, I'm doing this. So, yeah. So I, uh, well, yeah, that's, that's funny. And I, I don't think I've really thought about that until this very moment. I, this is me processing in the moments where my, my first big outing birthday, where we did a thing, I just wasn't emotionally and mentally ready. I just wasn't ready for that. And I didn't have the tools that I have now. I didn't have the understanding and I didn't have the, I don't, I don't even think I had the confidence to actually say, Hey, I'm not good with this right now. Or, Hey, this is too much. (laughs) I'm, I'm going to lose my shit. I think I was more internal. Like I'm going to lose my shit, but I don't want to inconvenience everybody because everybody's having a good time. So I just, I, that's the last thing I want to be. One of the last things ever. I don't want to be a bummer. I don't want to be an inconvenience. So that's why, like, I just hold a lot of stuff in even on my day, because your birthday should be your day. It should be the day that there's that song, you know, it's your party. You can cry if you want to. That should be the day where you can be a dick and it's like understandable because it's like your day. First, also, don't be a dick just because you can be doesn't mean you should. What I'm saying is out of every day of the year, if you have like an episode where you're like, "Ugh, 
and you just <laughs> your birthday should be that day where it's like acceptable. I never had that in me, though. Like, I always want to make sure everybody is having a good time. And even look, no matter what I'm doing, if I'm celebrating something for myself, if I hate everything and I'm not having a good time, what makes me happy about anything is that everybody else had a good time, you know? So thinking back at like that one big birthday thing, it was beautiful. It was great. Like, it really was. It was a really beautiful moment. But I don't think I could appreciate it really in that moment because I was so emotionally like years away from being good enough to take all that stuff in. It was just a lot. It was a lot of information. It was a lot of emotion that it was tough for me to take in. So I, I wish I knew that ahead of time because maybe we would have planned a little bit differently, but I won't take it away. I had some of my, my, my best friends were there. My sister, when we were still talking, she was there. Like it was like this really nice get together. Uh, I, I just wish it, it happened like today. Cause I think I would be, in a much better emotional place. So you know what? Maybe next year, maybe we'll do a little revamp. We'll do it next year. But yeah, it, it was, this year was quiet. The last couple of years have been quiet because we've been in, I don't know if you guys know this or not. There's a, a worldwide once in a lifetime pandemic that's gone on since 2020. So the last couple of years have been a little weird. They've been quiet, which I don't mind. Again, very simple man. You get me a, a console in front of me, some music, a beer and a joint. Oof. I am happy. And I, what, what, what did I have? I, I had uh, I'm, tacos were delicious. I had a chocolate cheesecake cake. Cause I don't do cake. I have a little bit of issue with cake. Cake's dry. Even moist cake is dry. Sorry. It, it just is. So I do cheesecake or I, I have a thing. I have a thing. Like I wish that there was like birthday pie. You know, I love pie. I'm like a pie guy. I wish it was like, hey, what do you want for your birthday? Here's your birthday. Bring out the birthday pie. That would be great. That would like really make my day. But let me bring out a cake, like yellow cake. Ugh, ugh. It's a, it's a waste of sweets. <laughs> As an adult, eh, I don't want to. I don't want those carbs. <laughs> I want delicious carbs. Uh, so I had, I, I had my cake. I had my beer. I had my joint. I had my games. It was a good time. It was, uh, uh, it, it was relaxing, you know. And then. Fourth of July was uh, the other day from when I'm recording this and a lot, a lot, a lot of stimulation. It was a lot of stimulation. My dog did better with the overstimulation than I did, but I, I, I think I, I held it together. I did. I did unfortunately have a thing. I, I think it was right before my birthday, right? I had a, a, a dissociative episode, which kind of ruined my emotional state for a little bit where I haven't gone dissociative like that in a really long, I'm going to start crying. Fuck. I haven't uh, done that in a, I haven't done that in a while where I literally just go somewhere else. I was at, and what was even worse and was really strange to me. I was, uh, we were eating. I was, I, I had, I think I had a, a, a taco in my hand and I just had a bite. So like it's, I, and I, I just, I went somewhere else. And next thing, fuck, the next thing I know, Felice was calling my name, just Joe, 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 are you okay? Joe, are you okay? And then I have my dog nudging me because that's what she does. My, my dog, for those of you who don't know, is my actual, like legit trained service dog for me. And when I have episodes like that, she brings me back. So she has a thing. She's the best trained dog in the world. She never, she doesn't come in. She's not allowed in the kitchen. She doesn't. We have like a little barrier thing and that's just, she stays there. She does not cross that barrier. She did her job. She came through the barrier and she, you know, she brought me out of my 
my my episode. So, but that's where all my emotions have been. Cancer season is is thick. <laughs> so that was I'm still kind of recovering from that one because if anyone has never had a dissociative episode, I I can't explain what it is. It's scary. That's what it is. It's scary because you don't you kind of get lost in time. For for me, I get I get lost in time where it's like somebody put pause on me and everything else keeps going except I'm still paused. Are you finding it hard to recover at home after stroke? Find out if Modus Nova can help you by taking their free online assessment at modusnova.com slash the neuronerds. If you haven't heard of Modus Nova, they make devices to help folks with a brain injury like stroke regain the use of their affected limbs. For example, the Modus Hand is an AI-powered robotic exoskeleton that helps users do exercises and play games, similar to the way an occupational or a physical therapist might manipulate the limb. It helps survivors get into thousands of repetitions they need to form new neural pathways. It can assist with hand movements or resist them to provide a personalized exercise experience. If this sounds like something you want to try, visit modusnova.com slash the neuronerds to learn more. Use special code the neuronerds when you sign up and get a month free with the 30-day challenge. Just visit modusnova.com slash the neuronerds to get started. And it could be anywhere from just a few seconds to like a couple of minutes where I'm literally somewhere else. Thank God for my dog. And I and here's I, I feel even worse for Felice because I, I don't know what she sees. I think she just sees like a lunatic. I mean, she looks at me sometimes like, Jesus, I should have left this dude in the hospital. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that was that that was a lot because it just reminded me I'm not where I, I sh- not should. I don't want to say should. I'm not where I want to be right now that I s- still have a lot of work to do. I do. Recovery is ongoing. It's like meditation. It's it's a practice. It's it's never ending. And I don't say never ending to be like, oh, it's never. I say never ending because it's just something that we do every day. You know, it's like I want to work out on being in good shape. Cool. You went to the gym for a month straight. You're in really good shape. If you stop going, you're going to get out of shape. That's the the simple truth. That, that that's it. It's the same thing with recovery. You know, I put in a lot of mental work. If I don't continue to put in this mental work. I'm going to fall back. I, I am. And so I, it, it's, it's ongoing. It's just maintenance now, but I have to make sure that I, I maintenance my mental health because that episode proved that I, I don't think I have uh, recently. I, I think I've just not, I don't want to say avoided. All right, fuck it. I'll say it. I think I've avoided it because I don't want to look into it. It's hard. Look, putting in this mental work is hard. It's hard work. It's not easy to look within yourself. It's not easy to process old traumas. It's not easy to look at look at your upbringing, look at how you became the way that you are. It sucks. It sucks. It's it's not fun at all. And I think most of us avoid it to the point where that's just what our normal is. And I did that for year, years. I, I don't want to do that anymore. So like I'm I'm I've been avoiding it of late. I, I can't anymore because having that episode, oof. That sucked. Also, vanity alone. I don't want to look like a crazy person. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want that to happen if I'm at a restaurant or something like that, or if like I'm at an event. I don't want to do that. I don't want to have an episode and people are like, oh my God, what's wrong with this guy? As, as much as I don't give, like as many few fucks as I do give, I, I do care. I, I am a little vain when it comes to that. So I got to put in the work to not let that happen. 
So that happened, I think it was right before my birthday. And it's because it is cancer season. There was a, a loss in the family. A birthday's coming up. Reminds me of the stroke anniversary, which reminds me of how close I came to not being here, which reminds me, oh my gosh, it's just like this chain of events that is overwhelming. It's okay. Overall, things are good. And I, I've been telling my people, like my, my, my inner circle, which is, you know, you guys know my, my M's, my three M's, like it's time to win. It's, it's time to, to shift this energy. We've planted a lot of seeds. We've done a lot of work and now it's time to harvest and win. I, I don't want to stay still. I, I don't, I want to move forward and I want to win. I want everybody else to as well. All brain injury survivors out there, you know, we, we can do this. I, I've said it before. And I'll continue to say it. we can do difficult things. Recovery is the hardest thing. Recover from a brain injury. I think is the hardest thing anyone can do physically. People can recover from injuries. That's that's hard. And it does take a lot of mental bandwidth when you're recovering your brain, when you're re- rehabilitating your brain, it's it's indescribable. It's it's the, it's so difficult, but it's not impossible. You know, you just have to have the grit and we all have that grit. We've been through it. We've been helped to the restroom. <laughs> we, we've been bathed. <laughs> you know, none of that stuff is is. That stuff's hard. That stuff's hard to deal with. It's hard to process. It's hard to feel, you know, as an adult. We did all that stuff. We learned to get back on our feet. Those of us who can, you know, those of us who can't, they, we learn to adapt and adjust and live life to its fullest in different ways. You know, we, we can do difficult things, you know, and we work really hard for what? We're not just working hard to get through our days. We're working hard to live a beautiful life and to smile more than we frown. And to win, I just I want us all to win. Like I really do. Overall, I just want I want people to be happy. I think happiness is something I really focused in on the last couple of days too. Where I'm like, I just want everybody to be all these people out there who are angry and screaming and yelling. It's dude, you're just not happy. There's something that you're missing inside of you that's making you react the way that you're reacting. You know, like let's talk as people. Let's talk as adults and. Let's get to a good place. Let's disagree on certain things, not fundamental things, but like let's disagree on certain things and r- respect each other uh, as best we can and, and, and live a happy life. You know, um, a lot of people don't agree with me. I'm good with that. You don't, you don't have to uh, just <laughs> don't get in my way. <laughs> I'm just trying to live my best life and I want you to live your best life. You know, even the people that dislike me, even the people that like attack me, which is weird. I, why are you attacking me? I'm a nice guy. People who attack me, that's, I, I want them to win too. I do. I want them to be happy. If it makes you happy attacking me, that's really sad. I don't want that. I want you to be happy just because you're happy, not because you're bringing somebody else down. I, I want you to be happy because you are just, you feel good. I think we all want to feel good. And I think the, the discomfort comes from not feeling understood. I think that's why a lot of these people just yell. They don't feel heard. They don't feel understood. So they're just going to scream and yell and they kind of rant and rave like lunatics, which doesn't make, I feel it doesn't get you closer to your goal. I think the most powerful thing we can do is slow down and calmly speak to one another. That's it. You know, it's not, Oh, that person's yelling. Oh yeah, they win. That's obviously they have a, a superior argument because they're yelling. No, that's, that's not, that's not how it works. I think the most powerful thing we can do while people are screaming and yelling is to calmly respond 
with truth, with honesty and the truth. That's that's it. Not strange, weird conspiracy theories or hate or anger or disrespect. I really think we just should slow down and talk to one another. Really, if we did that, we would hear exactly what's being said. And then we would hear exactly what's being said. You know, like we we could say, okay. I just, why is that being, oh, why is that being said? Okay. Well, what's being, okay. And then we can like here. And I think on the other, on the other side, sometimes I don't know if you notice people are arguing and they're like screaming and yelling. I don't even think they understand what they're saying. <laughs> if, if we take like one of those screaming arguments and we just like sat down and we went through it like game tape, like in sports and you, Hey, okay, we're going to replay it where you screamed. Remember where your eyes bulged out <laughs> and that vein in your neck was cool. Do you remember what you said? Cool. So you said this here. How do you feel about that? Why exactly did you say this outlandish thing? I think people would be embarrassed and I think people would really take a step back and be like, wow, I really sounded like an insane person. I, I, I think we should all just slow down, take a breath, smoke a joint. If you got it, <laughs> meditate for sure and talk to each other like human beings we don't all have to agree how boring would it be if we all agreed on everything really i'm a los angeles clippers basketball fan i i know what it's like to be disagreed with i know what it's like to be made fun of i i know what it's like to be looked at like you're an insane person and still defend my actions i've just been a huge fan i always i love the underdogs I'm basically Billy Crystal. I'm a huge Clipper fan. I'm a huge New York Yankee fan. (laughs) And I I fancy myself a comedian. (laughs) So, um, yeah, this is a a, a year older. I'm 21 years old. I'm not 21 years old. It's weird. Age to me, though, is only a number, legitimately. Like, I really feel that way. It's it's exactly, it's, it's how you feel. You know, some of the most childlike, immature people I've ever met are in their thirties and forties. And some of the most mature adults I've ever known are in their early twenties. It's really, it's, it's who you are as a person has nothing to do with your age at all. And no matter what your age is, understand we can, we can change. We can change. We can do, we can feel differently about things. We can do better. We can always evolve. And I think we should, we shouldn't just always stick to the things that we're used to and comfortable with. We got to get a little uncomfortable to grow. Like I, I've said it before, like lifting weights, lifting weights sucks. It hurts. Look, weights are heavy. They don't get lighter. You just get stronger, right? So you have to have that, the discomfort of the sore muscles to gain muscles to make that weight lighter. And that's what I feel about life and recovery. Life is heavy. Recovery is heavy. It doesn't get any lighter, but we get stronger. So we just got to put in that work. We got to put in that mental work or go to that mental gym and come out on top. I I, I want to make sure all of us win. So if you guys ever need to talk, if you guys ever need to vent, if you guys ever need a, a, advice or, or anything, I will do the best in my power to to help. And if I can't, I will refer you over to somebody who is much smarter than me, which is mostly everyone. <laughs> That's one of my joys in life is actually connecting others. So if you guys are, are you know, in a place where you want to connect with other survivors, please let me know. You can join my support group, which is a USO Rock group on Facebook. Are you a stroke or brain injury survivor looking for a community and support? Well, the Neuro Nerds are here to help. Join our hashtag USO Rock Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash USO Rock to connect with other survivors like you. Plus, read other inspirational brain injury survivor stories on Joe's blog at joesorocks.com slash USO Rock. And submit your stories there as well. We want to hear them. And remember... 
you, you so, so rock. rock. <laughs> I got to be a little bit more active there. I, I, I'm not at all, but it's, it's a rhythm. I got to get into a rhythm, you know, recovery is all about, you know, your routine and rhythm. It's not in my routine yet, but I'm getting there. TikTok wasn't in my routine. It's in my routine now. I just make TikTok content, which is weird. It's doing really well on TikTok. What's also what's weird over there is people are nasty. Good Lord. Oh, my God. Like, why? Really? That's what you're going to say to me? Wow. Man, I guess that must have been your upbringing. <laughs> but it's a, a very emotional time for me. I, I, I've, I think I've rambled enough. I think I'm going to wrap up right now. Uh, I almost cried like twice. Oh, I'm tired of that. I want to do it. But you know what? I stick by it. I'm, I'm probably going to cry later on today. And it's going to be a great release because that's what we should do. We should feel our feels, process them, and then move forward. I also think I'm going to watch Umbrella Academy tonight. I think that's that's the move. I watched uh, uh, season two, first two episodes of Only Murders in the Building. By the way, one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. It's brilliant. It's so good. Who knew that Selena Gomez was going to be in one of my favorite shows ever. It's so strange. It's so strange. Birthdays are important. They're, that's the, the day that we came into this crazy world. Brain injury anniversaries for me is stroke anniversary. That's an even more important day to me because that's the day that I became the version of myself that I've always wanted to be. That that gave me the the kick. It it flipped a switch on my life. It helped me realize I have not lived any of it. You know, and I, I've, I've said it and I've meant it. I've lived more life in these almost six years post brain injury than I did in the, the 30 plus before. It's it's insane. It's insane. It's all about where you put your energy. It's all about where you put your focus, you know, no matter what's going on. You know, just real quick. I think the episode before this episode, <laughs> I interviewed my friend Morena and Morena said something that. It was the greatest mindset sentence I have ever heard. After her stroke, the doctor sat her down with her mother and he said she is never going to be able to. She will always be in a wheelchair. He told them that she's not going to be able to walk again, that she is just going to be in a wheelchair. In that moment, in that moment, instead of just breaking and she really thought that she might not ever walk again. In that moment, Morena said, I am going to be in the Paralympics. It's not going to change her life. She's still going to enjoy just because she can't do something as important and, and as just massive as walking just because she can't do that. That wasn't going to change anything about her life. She was going to still live it to its fullest. And the first thing she thought after she was told that she's going to be in a wheelchair the rest of her life is I'm going to be in the Paralympics. She fought. She kept pushing. She recovered. She attacked. She not only does she walk, she dances like a motherfucker. <laughs> if you've ever seen Monana's dance videos on TikTok or Instagram, phenomenal, phenomenal. But just remember that even if she didn't do that, she was still going to be living the exact same mental, beautiful life because that's where her mind was. And that's where I think all of our minds should be. I'm not there yet. Honestly, that's that's the, my goal. Her energy in the moment, that crucial moment in recovery where she was told something, that energy is where I strive. That's where I'm trying. That's the goal for me. I haven't hit it there. I, I'm working on it every single day, but it's possible. It's attainable. It's achievable. And you can do it. We can all work towards that. Morena is is an inspiration because of the way that she thinks. And that's what I want to do with my recovery. And that's the direction that I want to go. So 
Um, I think recovery is all about mindset and, and we should shift our mindset and really enjoy and love every aspect of life. Even the difficult times, the difficult times are there because if we didn't know what difficult felt like, we wouldn't know what the ease felt like, right? Bad days are bad because they make us, they remind us how good the good is when we have those good days, you know, because we're having those great days. Oh my God, it feels so good because that bad day. Oh, that was horrible. But this good day, oh, feels even better because I remember how bad that day felt. You know, it's all about perspective and it's, a, you know, it's, a, it's all about balance. Like Thanos, everything in life should be balanced. So another year older, do I still, do I want to say older, another year more experienced, <laughs> another year of idiocy, another year of doing the show, which is just, just amazing to me. Like it, it really is. I, I, I love doing this. I love talking to you guys. I love connecting with the world and our community. And I just want the best for all of us, like sincerely, like people. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I sincerely mean it when I say reach out, let's connect, like let's talk. You know, um, if you guys uh, uh, ever have any questions uh, or or just want to say hi, reach out. How would you do that? Well, if you wanted to attempt to try to reach out to my tiny ass kicking co-host, you can. You can try to reach out to good luck. You can hit her up at Lauren El Manzano on Instagram. You can reach out to me at Joso Rocks on all the socials. You can reach out to us at the Neuro Nerds everywhere. Um, say hi, say, Hey, if you have any tips or tricks, leave them with me. I love talking and sharing information because we know what's going on with our own, our own recovery. So we have like the outline of our puzzle, but there's still some stuff missing that we just don't know. That's why I have to talk to one another because maybe I do something in my recovery that worked that will help you and vice versa. So this is why we have to share our stories. All of our stories are important. And I keep hearing it's a, it's a constant right now. I keep hearing people say, well, my story isn't that important. It's not. No, it is. Your your recovery story is just as important as anyone's, as important as Amelia Clark's, as important as Michael Johnson, the the, the world's fastest man, Olympic gold medal winner, uh, Teddy Bruschi, uh, uh, um, uh, the stroke survivor, Super Bowl champion. Like all of our stories are equally as important because they affect us all differently. Like their brain injuries are just as impactful as your brain injury, you know, because yours happened to you. Mine happened to me. They, theirs happened to, to them. So it's so personal, but we have to share our stories to get all this information out there. And I think it's a release. I think it's something that we need to do. So I am going to sign off. I gave out our socials. Please reach out. Like I sincerely mean that like somebody reached out the other day and we just had like the best conversation. It, it was, it was really nice where she live. Damn it. Brain. She live in Scotland. She might live in Scotland. I don't know. One of those. I have a brain injury, guys. I'm sorry. I'm thankful for you guys hearing me ramble and listen. We are all family here on this journey. So, you know, remember that you're never alone. I'm always here to help. Please feel free to reach out. And on that, uh, we're all in this together. Notes. <laughs> this neuro nerd who is one year older is out. And many more. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. Your reviews help us grow and reach more listeners like you. Find us by searching for the Neuro Nerds on the Apple Podcast app today. 
subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.